0: welcome to no starving artist i'm your host anisa benitez today's episode is about how to tap into our life force energy the other day i was on the phone with a loved one and they've been in the midst of a job hunt for a while now they feel like it's gotten to the point where everything else in their life has been put on pause as they hunt for a new job They've been interviewing and going through the rounds and going through the disappointment of rejection and going through the cycles that comes with trying to get employment trying to get income so you can have a livelihood so that you can also have a life outside of that but that mentality itself that life begins once we have employment is detrimental especially when it's a really elongated period of time of hunting for a job because then we place a lot of our worthiness onto this one goal this one objective and I know for him it's a very technical job and so there's just a lot of stress around feeling not skilled enough and not feeling good enough and it can be really deteriorating and it reminded me of my ability to also fixate on creative goals at times and not nurture my creative life. I know for myself that booking acting work becomes a fixation and one that I even it's so so important to me to the point where I barely mention it I realized the other day in posting on Instagram stories a win that I am officially a SAG-AFTRA actor I joined the union because I booked my third um, union job and I'm forced to which is amazing I am have three appearances on tv coming up and yeah that's a wonderful place to be in but it's so precious to me this information because I've been so sometimes obsessively fixated on booking work and booking work and I don't want to show that effort and rejection and cycle to the public because it's a forever journey of the work that I do of kind of enduring that side of the business so that you receive you know the bit of payoff of booking jobs and being able to work and hopefully consistently during periods but every actor has huge gaps and because I'm choosing this path I know that I have to be able to have a holistically creative life because if I'm getting all my creative fulfillment out of just acting I'm going to be really miserable because it doesn't allow me the autonomy to be creative whenever I want. Similarly if we're fixated on just employment then we're not Eventually, we're going to be pretty disappointed when all the other areas of our life are dropping off. And also, um, it's not going to support our well-being. Whatever creative pursuits or interests you have, maybe you have also reached a point of over-fixation on them. And maybe that's something that you've healed from. If you haven't, I hear you. I think it's an ongoing journey. The best way that I've found to not fixate on this one thing that feels so important is obviously discipline, but also making sure that our life holistically is being attended to, our spiritual well-being, our social relationships, our wellness practices, our friends, our family, our community, our everything, our, the way that we're eating. Nourishing ourselves holistically is so important. And I know in season two, I recommended a creative act, uh, a way of being, and that is the book by Rick Rubin. And it's deeply about if you're living your life creatively, artistically, creation of art, creation is going to be a natural output of just being in that state. So why do we continue to hyper fixate on just this getting this one thing done or achieving this one thing um, and believing that there's a there, that there's going to be a sense of completion or satisfaction once we satisfy or find the solution for that missing blank. And what we do to ourselves is run ourselves dry in that time. Like our present moment, our today matters, our well being matters our relationships matter there's so much of life that we need to tune into and all of those other areas of life we'll call life force energy so that term life force energy is deeply recognized as a term coined by phil stutz who is a psychologist he's hugely recognized now as being jonah hill psychologist or therapist as there's a documentary which i highly recommend i'll recommend his books at the end of this episode but the documentary kind of takes you into a taste of uh, Phil Stutt's strategies, which are called the tools on gaining life force energy so you can become powerful, so you can go deeper into your vulnerability, into your relationships. It's a really beautiful one. And so we'll be touching on that. Our agenda for today's episode is diving into the book or the tools from coming alive so that we can unpack what life force energy is what is our life force energy how does it propel us forward in reaching our creative potential in nurturing ourselves and our relationships etc and then second part of today's episode will be questions for self reflection that I'll leave you with things that came up for me in investigating life force energy If you have been enjoying this podcast, your rating and review on Apple Podcasts, sharing on social media allows this podcast to grow. I appreciate you doing that. And without further ado, let's get into it. So I deeply loved Coming Alive, a book by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels, Mitchells. He is pretty direct in the way that he communicates in his writing and I love that and then when I watched the documentary Stutz I also really appreciated that he's that same guy a very New York personality and for that I think people can find a lot of relatability because it doesn't feel so witchy and woo woo it feels really grounded and down to earth in the way that he speaks and communicates about getting your life force energy or life force power back to you so if you go to the toolsbook.com. you can check out the blog they have different offerings you can learn more about the books you can order the books and everything and what i want to share with you is an excerpt from the website itself around what life force energy is what is our life force energy life force itself may be invisible but evidence of its power is everywhere it is created life on earth Over and over in eons, drove evolutions from single cell organisms to the unimaginable complexity of human brain. Every seed that sprouts into a full grown plant, every salmon that fights its way back against the current to spawn, every sun seeking weed growing through cracks and sidewalks is an expression of life's unstoppable energy. It's natural to think of the life force as sustaining growth in nature the grass growing fish swimming birds flying etc but the life force is capable of something more it can fuel the interpersonal growth in each of us when you learn how to use its energy it becomes the antidote to the personal problems that fills us with a sense of powerlessness every human being is blessed with the ability to use life force in this way but unlike its workings in nature harnessing its power for inner growth requires Requires conscious choice we must choose to inspire ourselves so what I love about the emphasis on life force is that we see it everywhere and it is within us uh, it's beautiful to make the choice that isn't with your head it's a registered action it's unstoppable passion within yourself that creates the push to move forward you are alchemizing pain around you, you are recognizing discomfort. Many times life force is without realizing that we're doing it. Life force is his example on the website is a basketball team in college might be screaming at teammates on the bench and it didn't occur that they're stimulating a collective life force within them to make the players move and you can see that in athletes of in many sports where the audience and the energy of the people around are really amplifying the players. Performance is a performative thing, but it exists in many realms. Obviously, hugely acting and performing on stage. But there are certain practices that help us tap into our life force. Meditation, prayer, reading, journaling, exercising, waking up in the morning and doing rituals staying present in our every single day, playing games. Uh, There are so many ways that we can activate our life force and through the tools you can learn more about many other ways. But I think the reason that I gravitated towards addressing life force is because there feels like we have to always tune into fixing xyz solution in the material world before we can feel something spiritually but usually it's the reverse we usually need to tend to our inner world i don't need to use the word spiritual but our inner landscape our feeling state um, before we can make that action or materialize things in the external world i mean we can still do it in the reverse but it doesn't feel good and it's kind of anti no starving artist yes you can be a brooding depressed artists and make some beautiful powerful things but uh, your life matters and this whole podcast is really about operating from a place of abundance and a place of well-being and really unpacking honestly if it's possible I think it's really challenging but I do believe it's possible I've experienced it in myself reaching levels of flow state that were only possible because I was backed with huge life force energy and maybe you've experienced that as well that you're just in a really high frequency you're just really vibing you feel like on a high naturally from life or socially or you just feel nourished and what comes out of that is effortless creation effortless presence effortless uh impact because that's something that other people feel around you too and you turning it into a project into work into performance is only Natural, It's only kind of an inevitable if you claim the artist title within yourself and you know what mediums you like to work in. That is just you communicating the energy that's being pushed into you out. And I've experienced that. Even with this podcast, I was asked the other day if I prepare for it. And I do. I really do. But then when I'm actually in the good-feeling place... I'm able to have a conversation and flow with you, and talk into your ear. And I know that most of my, most of the words that come out of my mouth are going to land, um, and make some sense. And if they don't, that's cool. Take what you need and leave the rest. I am just a mere mortal, and I don't have the answers. And I believe that you do. I think that within each of us, we have so much wisdom, so much internal guidance. We have our compass that needs to guide us through this world and we just get blocked out from understanding where we're supposed to go because there's so much external distraction and it's really hard to clear through that and return back to the inner inner wisdom, inner world. So life force energy is really about that inner inner world state and getting there and getting to that power. And With that, yeah, hugely, hugely recommend you dive into his work. It is game-changing, and if you look at the documentary, he talks a lot about how to use certain tools for victim mentality, for letting go, for conflict, for self-sabotage, for fear, but it's really coming down to um, a lot of the same things. Um, in recognizing our inner critics and overpowering that inner critic with our life force energy in having a life and being willing to go deeper emotionally because we can yeah block ourselves from our blessings oftentimes that's what we do Um, so softening is really kind of the journey of softening our hearts and being in more of a receptive Mode to all that we're supposed to naturally organically move towards. I'm not sure if I recommended this other book that I read, so I might save this for actually a future podcast episode. But it's just the acorn theory of that you were born exactly the way that you're supposed to be, there's nothing adding to your life that is going to change the direction of the way that you are supposed to evolve. And there's a whole book that dives into this in more detail and I really liked thinking of it as this analogy of us being acorns and just falling and being planted somewhere and growing into whatever we were originally always going to form into and it's just us kind of breaking earth to get there so with that our next section will just be leaving with some questions for self-reflection So when there is a project or creative goal or something that we're hyper fixated on and we recognize other areas of our life are really not getting the attention that they deserve, why is that an issue? That's an issue at many in many cases because those other areas of life we know will provide us life force energy that allows us to feel good to feel energized to be able to do and achieve whatever objective we have with less disease with less resistance and so maybe it's like I want to get this job but and until I get this job I won't d- date I won't date anybody because I don't want to have to tell this story that I'm unemployed like I need this job I need this job but maybe we're putting not just dating on hold but also our socializing. We don't want to see friends because we don't have to meet new people because we don't want to tell the story and then slowly realize that a lot of our social sphere is starting to be suffocated. Um so that can lead to a sense of like unworthiness and all these things that actually if you just recognize that that's a area of insecurity but go out anyway and nurture relationships anyway and say, "Hey, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing around job stuff, and I'm okay with that. And if you're okay with that, that makes other people okay with that and how much ease it gives you to have that relationship not only with your employment but also with being able to get energy back from these relationships and continuing to building and continuing to build and see progress in some other areas of life is really empowering and, and supports our well-being. So what areas are you deprioritizing because you might have some ambition that's very fixed? Is there some area of your well-being that could use attention? Think exercise, food, mental health, social life, spiritual life. Is there a way you can focus on making plans to orient towards feeding those areas of your life that are undernourished? plan for me to feed an area of my life that is undernourished is when it comes to spiritual life I have really benefited from moments of travel and finding all these meditation and spiritual communities that I have vibed with and I have to find that again here I feel it I feel the need for it now that you've identified what area of your life might need some attention can you identify a time that you can block to take action on nurturing that area of life for instance with my spiritual life example sundays saturdays are really nice times to be in community and be with others i can tend to be autonomous during the weekdays but weekends i've decided to block off to find something on a weekly basis and i've committed to that to be in community with others so knowing that it's life energy that unblocks us from flow state from receiving or being in our flow state um, how can we heighten life force energy in our lives the harm of beating ourselves down is we really just cut into the state of unhealthiness that's harder to break out of once we're there. Um, We can be in the state of scarcity in those moments. Are you able to recognize that you're there? Are there indicators that you're nearing that point before you hit that rock bottom? Because I know for myself I (laughs) I'm just now understanding what some of those indicators are that I'm nearing a state of depleting my life force energy because I'm fixated on one thing or because of something going on in my life. For me, that looks like a feeling of numbness and feeling um, a little too existential. Like I can just get, I can become the best philosopher (laughs) and the worst human being, like human being in the material sense. I can become very spiritual and float away from my body. And at my best, I'm actually pretty grounded and a little bit more in the material world. That works for me. So can you identify ways that you've been beating yourself down? The path of overfixating on creative blocks is or on objectives is also deeply isolating is there a way that you can bring more community into your life are there people in your life that you can call upon to give you some perspective when you are nearing that point of obsession are there people in your life that help you become more objective are there practices that you can tune into that also help you get there I hope that some of these questions help provoke some thought if not now but in the future so none of us have to reach that point where we're just obsessed over this one thing and everything in our life is going to shit (laughs) that is the worst place to be in and I actually was kind of in that place recently not too long ago and uh, getting out of it has taken a lot of effort and climbing but I'm really grateful to be learning always on this journey with you thank you for listening to today's episode if you've found it helpful share it on social you can find me at anisa Benitez on instagram and tiktok i'm so grateful to be along this creative journey of self-discovery of recognizing things that empower our well-being our creativity for sustained creation i appreciate you